<coughs> okay. All right. Hello, everybody. Okay. So let's get uh, let's continue where we left off with the electron transport chain and oxidative phosphorylation. Again, this is not a metabolic pathway per se. Okay. This is you want to think of it as a process. What is the function of that process? If you don't know the answer to that, there's no point in knowing any of the details, okay? You really have to ask yourself, what is the function of electron transport chain and oxidative phosphorylation? I'm gonna tell you the function, if you can't answer it. The function is to take all these high energy mole molecules produced in the course of catabolic processes like pyruvate dehydrogenase, the TCA cycle, producing NADH and FADH2. These are electron-rich high energy molecules. However, as produced, they're not easily usable. In order to get their energy, you want to oxidize them with oxygen being the final acceptor of those electrons. And in that process, you are able, because of that process, you are able to sort of usurp their energy and convert it into ATP, a usable form of energy. Okay. So, when you ask yourself, why, why do we need ETC and uh, oxidative phosphorylation, electrotransport, you should be able to, say, to answer that. That's how we get uh, the conversion of the energy from NADH and FADH2 into a usable form that the cell likes as an ATP. Okay? Second thing I want to point out to you, which is really the uh, localization and compartmentalization here is extremely important. So this, this is the, uh, before they invented color here, uh, black and white textbook. Uh, <coughs> but I just want to point out to you, again, the structural organization of the mitochondria. This entire thing is the mitochondria, right? Here's your outer membrane. Actually, let me do this here because I don't want to do it all the time, but this may work better this time. Okay, here's the outer membrane, and here's the inner membrane. That space there is the intermembrane space, and in here is the matrix. I want to remind you about the very important structural feature of the inner mitochondrial membrane. That's a very important thing to know. This inner mitochondrial membrane is highly impermeable. Okay? So, once something is produced here, it 
won't be able to come back in. That's what it means. And that molecule could be small or large. Or if something is coming from even outside, it cannot cross the inner mitochondrial membrane unless there is a specific mechanism for it to be transported. So this is the first important thing to think about. Second important thing is that electron transport chain and oxidative phosphorylation occur entirely in the inner mitochondrial membrane. So all the protein components, the prosthetic groups, the uh, everything you need, the enzymes, are all part of the inner mitochondrial membrane. So these are very important foundations that you need to kind of establish about the ETC. The last and most important thing to remember <clears throat> is where are these NADHs and FADH2s produced? Right here in the matrix. That's where PDH is and that's where TCA cycle are, enzymes are. So that means these guys are going to be oxidized by the ETC. So they have direct access to the ETC components, okay? So part of that, I want you to think of the electron transport chain as a process that uses two important substrates. Those substrates are NADH and FADH2. Okay? It's going to extract electrons from those substrates and eventually donate those electrons to oxygen. Okay, so this is kind of a big picture and I'll get started here. Uh, <clears throat> so really this process is uh, subdivided into essentially two stages. The first stage is electron transport and that means you are passing electrons from one molecule to an acceptor molecule and then moving it along until you uh, eventually give it to oxygen. Okay? So all of that is occurring. Here's the inner mitochondrial membrane there. All of this is the membrane, and you have various components in that membrane. Second important thing that happens, every time you move electrons, let's say from NADH, along from, say, left to right, you release that plus is a proton. And that proton is released in the intermembranous space between the inner membrane and the outer membrane would be up here. It's not shown. So that means that proton gets trapped there, mainly because of the inner membrane uh, mitochondrial membrane structure that is highly impermeable. <clears throat> okay, so so this is basically what will happen is that 
you oxidize NADH at say the first complex we'll get to the details in a minute you move when you oxidize something that means it's lost the electrons the electrons are moved to an acceptor so there's always going to be something losing electrons something gaining there's no electrons disappearing okay <laughs> you have to account for them so you lose them from NADH something else gains them and eventually they get moved along until they are passed to oxygen and again I'm gonna tell you this is where the oxygen we breathe is used this is 95% of the oxygen we breathe in this process believe it or not okay but every time you move the electrons let's say from left to right you're gonna produce these protons that get trapped in the intermembranous space eventually these protons here accumulate and you you get what is called a uh, an electrochemical gradient meaning there's much more protons in this space than in the matrix so what happens next is that's when you get to the last stage or the second phase if you want of this process which is oxidative phosphorylation that's where the last component of the electron transport chain called complex 5 becomes very important you have this membrane protein that serves a dual function it acts as a proton gate allowing the protons to come back in and it also has an enzyme activity activity enzymatic activity as the protons move in they generate the energy to allow the synthesis of ATP from ADP and inorganic phosphate so remember what we would have started with we would have started with with NADH and oxidized that NADH went through the ETC and we end up with ATP being formed okay so I want you to understand the big picture and now we're gonna get into the details 